10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to Planet ADHD. I am your host, Father Brian Boldry, and I will be joined momentarily by the beautiful Lady Rebecca, the effervescent, the ever-present, the always pleasant Lady Rebecca has joined me in the live studio. Hello, beautiful. Hello, lover. How are you doing? I'm in the back where it's hot and I'm naked. <laughs> Good. You asked, I'm going to tell you, because that's how I roll, right? <laughs> I guess. I'll tell you. I ain't wearing nothing. Father Brian, naked podcaster. <laughs> or not, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I like it. I don't know why I had to get the stars in the middle of it other than my age. Like, that used to be a... You know what I mean? That used to be a big thing on TV. I do, I do. I'm all y'all's naked podcaster. I am. I am here to naked podcast for each and every one of you. Awesomeness. Also, if possible, you should all join me and get naked. I support the Philadelphia bicycle nudity run thing, whatever they called it. But I can't ride a bicycle with my dick out. My balls would kill me. So now, from this point forward, I am naked so that you feel okay being naked too. Ladies and gentlemen, others, take it all off, relax, spend an hour with myself and later Rebecca. Talking about whatever stuff she's found upon the internet. We'll have a lovely time. I would think. I don't know about you. I think we do. I think we do all right. I don't even know what we're doing. I'm going to be honest with you. I have completely forgotten what we grabbed. (laughs) I don't even know head much. Well, I'm going to put it this way. Tonight, we are going to get down all sciencey and geeky. In a sense. Okay, okay. I can do a... Wait, are you are you saying we're going to try to do an intellectual show? Kind of, sort of. Oh, have you shared this everywhere? No way this is going to work. I'm not an intellectual. I'll prove it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has I'm been shared to... I didn't say anything about being intellectual, ma'am. It has been shared to the Facebook. It has been shared to the Tickety Talk. It has... Not Tickety Talk, my bad. To the Disney Court, which I gotta do another one. Darn it, hold on. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I suppose we should tell the nice folks at wherever you're at listening to this very well edited piece of material. Mm hmm. Too. By the way, that was my horn in case anybody didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Father Brian does do a very well job, very good job at editing this mess that we do. No, I don't. No, I don't. I could be way better and I'll get that way. That thing you're here or there. So, wait, I have to be a science geek. And yes. I, Father Brian, the science guy. Okay. Okay, I, that's I'm not really smart. Awesome. This isn't going to go well. I'm telling well, you, tell your friends. If you want to watch me make an ass of myself, now's the time. Put it this way. It's sciencey geeky, but also... Uh... Nessie? Oh, so it's about the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, some of it is. There's some... Alright, great. Give me the... Nessie stuff. Part? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go Nessie first. Yeah, give me the Nessie. I need my Nessie. Go Nessie. Nessie. That's what I called her back in the day. We swam together in the Loch Ness, the lake of love. 
Oh, what a summer. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> all right. As we know, we all love the AP news. That's where I got this one from, the first article about Nessie. With drones and webcams, volunteer hunters join a new search for the mythical Loch Ness monster. Yes, they are starting a new search for it. Mystery hunters converge on the Scottish lake on Saturday to look for signs of the mythical Loch Ness monster. The Loch Ness Center said researchers would try to seek evidence of Nessie using thermal imaging drones, infrared cameras, and a hydrophone to detect underwater sounds in the lake's murky water. The two-day event is being billed as the biggest survey of the lake in 50 years and includes volunteers scanning the waters from boats in the lake shore with others, others around the world joining in with webcams. Alan McKenna of the Loch Ness Center said the aim was to inspire a new generation of Loch Ness enthusiasts. McKenna told BBC Radio the searchers were looking for breaks in the surface and asking volunteers to record all manner of natural behavior on the loch. Not every ripple or wave is a beastie. Some of those can be explained, but there are a handful that cannot, he said. The Loch Ness Center is located at the former Germanad Rocket Hotel. I did not say that right, I butchered it, but look it up, it's in the article. Where the, mo the modern-day Nessie legend began. In 1933, manager Aldi McKay sp reported spotting a water beast in the mountain-fringed loch, the largest body of fresh water by volume in the United Kingdom, and at up to 750 feet, 230 meters, one of the deepest. The story kicked off an enduring worldwide fascination with finding the elusive monster spawning hoaxes and hundreds of eyewitness accounts. Numerous theories have been put forward over the years, including that the creature may have been a prehistoric marine reptile, giant eels, a sturgeon, or even an escaped circus elephant. Okay, that one's funny. But yes. They are trying to pull in a new generation of Loch Ness enthusiasts. 350! I ain't got no goddamn 350! We all know it had to be done, fuck off. Um, <laughs> oh, what do I think? Okay, first of all, you said webcam. Yes, they're doing webcam. People from wherever can join in by webcam, I guess. But they're using infrared cameras thermal phones, all kinds of infrared, and drones. All kinds of scientific doohinkies. All I know is you said webcams. My experience with webcams had to do with webcam gals. I told you all, Nessie and I, the lake of love. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what a gorgeous, awesome creature. The flippers on her. Anyway, anyway, I'm telling you, I'm just saying. Like, mm, mm. Wasn't like Bigfoot at all. Bigfoot's rough, man. Mm, too rough. Mm. Hairy, rough, all growly. You'd like it. But now, Nessie, Nessie. I, I, I've all, look, I don't know about you. I've always wanted to believe in the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
what's not to love about the idea that that could be a thing, the Loch Ness Monster being real. But I will admit to something else. What's that? Disappointed in you. Why me? Really? Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, by the way, I threw up Wikipedia on the Loch Ness Monster if you'd like to get a little more meat for the Loch Ness stuff. Or I, or I, either one. I've got okay. it up back here. But either way, you know what I mean. Well, it'll give us a little more stuff if we need it. But no, no. This is gonna, I'm going to let this bug you for, like, the whole night. But I am really disappointed in you. What, Ogopogo? Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes. How could you not bring up Ogopogo? Oh, honey, I was waiting. <laughs> No, literally, like, I do the 350 bit, no ogre. <laughs> where were you? You're my wingman, woman. Other. <sighs> I know. I messed you're, up. But you're no. the wind beneath my wing. It is fucking Ogo Pogo, bitches. And we're going to have to talk about Ogo Pogo as well. Uh, <laughs> 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 In Canadian folklore, the Ogopogo is a lake monster said to inhabit, I am going to butcher this, Okanagan Lake in British Columbia, Canada. Some scholars have charted the entity's development from First Nations folklore and widespread water monster folklore motifs. The Ogopogo now plays a role in the commercial symbolism and media representation of the aforementioned region. As for background... I'm going to butcher it again. Canada, I'm so sorry. You guys know we love you. You know I'm just an old hick. I apologize. Okanagan Lake is the largest of five interconnected freshwater fjord lakes in Okanagan Valley in British Columbia, named after the First Nations people who first inhabited the area. It was created when melting glaciers flooded the valley 10,000 years ago. It stretched for 127.1 kilometers, 79 miles for those up down here in the U.S. and other I think three nations still use the imperial system. So sad. And has a maximum depth of 232.3 meters or 762 feet for those three nations that won't get on board. And an average depth of 75.9 meters, 249 feet for three whole nations. Okanagan has frozen over during eight winters in the last 110 years. The lake monster has been mostly described as being a serpentine creature with smooth dark skin with a large body thicker than a telephone pole and being up to 50 feet in length the monster has been said to move at incredible speeds coiling its body in vertical undulations and propelling itself forward with a powerful tail that ladies and gentlemen is a little bit about Pogo. you can find that as well at wikipedia.org front slash wiki front slash capital o Small G, little O, little P, little O, little G, little O, O Pogo. <laughs> you had some of that to where it's a sounded a bit sexy though, Ross. Uh, I was I was making effort. I'm glad you approved. I, I was making like an effort. You. I was trying. Look, I know you. Okay, I'm not hentai, but I, I I'm old. <laughs> I might have been considered hentai in my day. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't have hentai. Well, anyway. <laughs> But yeah. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> Ogopogo. I didn't really go into too much depth, honey. Remember, my Ogopogo came from the Venture Brothers. We're, look, we are who we are. We absolutely adore Archer. We love the Venture Brothers. Yes. Um, a lot of our references, if you guys 
stick around you like the show you're gonna hear are, are from well stuff we pick up in life we'll attribute when we remember uh, we've never not i exactly. don't think have we don't yeah, right? put that you know one in I mean. my news article but no i was just very shocked that the minute you didn't get done talking about the slot mess monster thing it wasn't like now listen there was Ogo Pogo, who is by far more likely than the Loch Ness Monster. Because that, I believe, is the uh, actual distinction. Is like the one the people of Loch Ness say, fuck Ogo Pogo, Ogo Pogo is probably not even real. And the people who back Ogo Pogo, of course, say, yeah, Nessie's a figment of your fucking imagination. I yeah. think. I don't know. That's usually how it goes, yeah. That, That's I the way mean, it went. There are people that we, you know what I mean. Maybe we should have asked. I don't. Look, we do this show. It's a perspective <laughs> piece. Leave us alone. Fuck. If you want facts, ask people that know stuff. She said it'd be sciencey. I promised you nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be all sciencey, techy, weird stuff tonight. Would you like the idea of flying around Loch Ness with drones trying to find a Loch Ness monster? Like all those fucking now much larger and noisier hornet sounding creatures are going to draw the Loch Ness amphibian to the surface where it's going to poke its head up and get, what, as far as it would know, stung to fucking death? I mean. Well, they're probably thinking that if it is aquatic, if they hear like a bug flying around or something like that, they might think that. Dear lovely Nessie will come up for a bite? I don't know. I want to believe. You want to believe what? That being said, I don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in either one of them. It's all bullshit. There I said it. I got to be honest with people. I want to believe, but until I'm given definitive something... Although, you've got another article, so I better shut the fuck up. Didn't you find another one that has to do with the fact that there may be a relevant picture or was that something else yes right do, do, do. and this one is from one news which i'm not sure where one news is out of but yeah one news a potential sighting of the loch ness monster has resulted in the most exciting photographs in decades of the fabled creature according to monster hunters she kelly 51 captured images of an unidentified large creature on the surface of the lock in August five years ago. Okay, it wasn't too recent, but you know what? It's still relevant to our article here. They're still searching for it. She did not initially release the images due to a fear of public ridicule, but was inspired to do so after the biggest search for Nessie in over half a century took place last month. Kelly and her family were eating lunch at the inn on the banks of the Scottish Loch when she started to take pictures. I was just taking pictures with my Canon camera of Scott and our daughters when about 200 meters from the shore, moving right to the left at the steady speed, was this creature, she told British newspaper The Telegraph. It was spinning and rolling at times. We never saw a head or a neck. After a couple of minutes, it just disappeared, and we never saw it again. The images were... <laughs> the images were quickly deemed the most exciting photographs taken of the legendary creature in decades by the Loch Ness monster hunting community. 
They are exactly the type of pictures I have been wanting to take for three decades. It is rare to see something so clear on the surface, Steve Feltman told the Telegraph. He has dedicated over 30 years to searching for the Loch Ness Monster since quitting his job and selling his house in 1991. They warrant further investigation. It is not driftwood. It is a moving creature and totally unexplained. However, paranormal investigator Haley Stevens doubts that the photograph is of the famous cryptid and that the time of year and location points to it being a large sturgeon. The photos were taken in August of 2018 and sturgeons migrate into fresh water in late summer and early autumn to mate. Ooh. Before heading back out to the coastal waters, writes Stevens on her blog, Haley is a ghost. Sturgeons can grow very large. The Atlantic and European sturgeon, which are native to the UK, can grow up to five meters in length. Reports of the Loch Ness Monster date back to ancient times with an Irish ministry allegedly rescuing a swimmer from a creature in the loch in the seventh century. In 1933, a road adjacent to the loch was completed, leading to a proliferation and sightings of the monster. Numerous searches have taken place over the years with the DNA survey in 2018 finding no sign of a plesiosaur or other large animals in the lake. But yeah. A fucking plesiosaur. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah. Okay, wait. And that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. But she was so, afraid. But she was afraid to publish any of the pictures because of public ridicule. So somebody wrote an article and didn't see the pictures. Did we at least have access to the pictures? Oh my god. God. Yes, what? pictures are in the article. Right. Okay, okay. She finally published them? Yeah. I mean, how are you feeling about it? Um, to me, <laughs> the ones yeah, that I know she you're showed. Messy, but... Yeah. Uh, you can't see the head. It looks, honestly, from kinds of pictures I have seen of Nessie, because most of them, they kind of show the head kind of coming up, sort of. This one's just it flipping in the water. Like dolphins do when they play. But I don't know. As always, those links are in, in the uh, post. You can click them, read them for yourselves, learn more if you'd like to. That's how we do what we do, I suppose. Uh, and again, I'm going to tell all of you, look, Father Brian wants to believe. I do. I want to believe. But I don't. <laughs> I just don't. I'm with you. I don't believe in Ogopogo. I don't believe in the Loch Ness Monster. And I thought I had sex with Bigfoot once. But as it turned out, it was it was just one of those nights. I, I mean, there was a lot of growling and some hair. And look, look. He smelled nice. I'll say that for the... But, but you know, it all got cleared up the next day. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Lord mm. Cheese probably down there thinking, fuck you, me stuff, get her butt off me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot's taller by, by some. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. What? What? If it's dark, you would have to, like. This is why I gotta do the improv, isn't it? Yes, because I'm not very good at the improv. You're the improv. You bring that, and I, I bite on that. I do the articles. You bring the improv, and then I bite on your improv. At that, you're more like Lord Chewie. You guys are kind of the the the, the planners of, of <laughs> things. I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do and see what happens. Yes. It's fun. We, yeah, we try to fun. keep you on that. I'm a, by the way, I need people like you and Chewie because, like, without you, I, I have lots of fun. But yeah, you know. <laughs> I need rails. It's okay. <laughs> On occasion, yes. Uh, yes. Upon occasion. So, I'm going to ask you, do you believe? Of course I do. See, I don't even know why I asked you. I absolutely figured you did. Well, they didn't. They don't know you like yes, I do, I guess. I believe but... in Nessie. I believe in Nessie, and I believe in Ogopogo. Damn it. And yes, there's plesiosaurs, because they're a dinosaur. And yes, I believe in dinosaurs, so leave me alone. <laughs> well, Lady Rebecca, everybody believes in dinosaurs. We have proof they're real. I'm not saying they're living now. I'm not saying they're not. I mean, we, there's bones, right? Let me guess, you're about to drop on me that there's some fucking, like, dinosaur bullshit running around somewhere alive, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, that, that's probably where she... <laughs> Wait, what? Yes! The hell you say? The hell I say? There are three-eyed dinosaur shrimp. There are three-eyed dinosaur shrimp. Yes. Fuck, here we go. All right, let me have it. <laughs> All right, I'm in. Let me have it. All right. Make me look like an ass. See, I told you, I'm not the science guy. You are. I know. I love my science. This is from IFL Science. Three-eyed dinosaur shrimp are walking at Burning Man. As you all know, before we get into this article, Burning Man was here recently and there was big old downpour, big old rain, it's flooded and everything else. Alright. Epic floods have hit Black Rock City in Nevada desert, hitting four festival goers at Burning Man, one of the world's most famous artistic events. While some fled on foot, others sit back and enjoyed the unique self-sufficiency Burning Man is built on. But they will be joined by a host of bizarre organisms that can lie dormant in the dried out lake beds for decades. Triops and fairy shrimp are extra extremophiles capable of surviving year-long droughts. They endure in the sediment as eggs that remain dormant until floods be bring out the right amount of conditions for them to do some topside living. Relative to the oldest living creatures, Triops caniformis are among the folds, which is why Triops have the nickname Dinosaur Shrimp. These three-eyed miniature beasties have two main eyes and a pit organ, a third eye, that's common among insects and comes in handy for prey animals as it enables them to detect changes in light 
be that a bird coming in to hunt or the muddy boots of Chris Rock escaping a flooded art festival. They are joined by fairy shrimp characters you might be more familiar with under the name sea monkeys. Fairy shrimp are translucent cretaceans found in vernal pools and hypersaline lakes across the world. The ditty little shrimp are sometimes called brine shrimp as being extremophiles. They're especially good at tolerating salty environments. Their arrival of these desiccated crustaceans on the Black Rock Pele Lake bed isn't abnormal and won't be a surprise to return visitors to Burning Man. As the Borough of Land Management explained to Flickr, Friends of Nevada Wildness, Wilderness, and a partnered organization that supports the BLM's Winnemucca District, attends the festival to spread the good word of dinosaur and fairy shrimp. FNW members also volunteered at the famous Burning Man Arts Festival where they assisted BLM staff teaching visitors about the playa's cultural, historic, and natural features, including the threatened fairy shrimp that hatched during spring floods. Spring typically stretches from March to June in Nevada desert, but these ancient crustaceans aren't fussy. As National Monument staff observed following a monsoon in Arizona, triops and fairy shrimp eggs will happily remain dormant until the right conditions in which to hatch arise. And what are those? A buttload of rain. A buttload of rain is certainly what Burning Man has endured in the 2023 festival. Heavy rain shut off the roads on Friday, trapping an estimated 70,000 attendees in Black Rock City that's isolated by hundreds of miles, with the nearest metropolitan area being Reno. But yes, there is dinosaurs, in a sense, down in Nevada at the moment which I find cool. How about you, Father? That's 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 what you're giving me to work with, huh? Yes. That's your proof. That's yes. your proof. Okay, the dinosaurs are still real is shrimp. Yes. I'm just... I'm... Yes, dino shrimp. We'll have you know that there is a man in the chat right now, I believe he's still there, that 100% is a sea monkey expert. <laughs> This is not a joke. It's not at all a joke that I literally know a guy <laughs> who has been obsessed with sea monkeys most of our life. I don't know if he's telling you or not. I think, yeah, he is. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably knows more about that than I do by far. Probably you. Might that article. I don't know. Because um, he was typing yes down there. Yeah, see, I can't even say that, Chewie. Don't forget Cola Contas. Yeah, or whatever that is. No, this is what I'm saying. There's literally a brine shrimp expert in your <laughs> chat. I don't know. We were we were kids when he got his first set of sea monkeys and like raised them up. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I could never get yeah. him to work. But, so, so wait. So I'm clear though. Your point now is that because of these sea monkeys in the sand that 
has to possibly mean that Ogopogo and Loch Ness or Nessie monster are both potentially real. Yes, and they're the dino shrimp are not sea monkeys. They're different kinds. But yes. My head's gonna explode. The logical fucking fallacies that you have to, to use to get from desert shrimp to that's why I can't. Well, you got more than that. Huh? You're like, fuck if I do, that's enough for me. That See, is my that's proof. the beauty of belief. That's the beauty of belief, isn't it? Yes. That is my perspective on why I believe that dinos are real. Because there are dino shrimp in Nevada right now because they've been dormant for decades. Multiple, multiple, multiple decades. And then come they to life be. when there's a lot of water. But they're not dinosaurs. Yes, they are. They say so in the word. There are dinosaur shrimp. Nah, the chicken's closer. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we know dinosaurs were real because of chickens, for sure. And crocodiles are also, I believe, kind of still dinosaurs. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Uh, but I do think... So wait, like, are these shrimp biting people, I wonder? Like... No. They're, like, itty-bitty kind of thing. <laughs> organ man, if you're out there at Burning Man, you're just going through it. First of all, don't ever have your festival in the middle of the fucking desert. They call it Death Valley. That's always been my thing with the Burning Man Festival. Uh, is is It's Death fucking Valley. Uh, <laughs> you either get me or you don't. And now look at this. How do they taste? Um, I would imagine like crawdads. Right? I would yeah. imagine maybe... Probably, like, don't get sucked the heads out of your crawdads, your daddy, <laughs> if you're into that. Uh, also, they would like the, the head sucked out of them to... Hmm. Yeah, they would. No, they are good. Not me with yum. They are good, yeah. Uh, but I don't know, like, I would... I might fry them up. I don't know. I'm not out there. Well, as I said, <laughs> they're... They're sheltering in place. I don't know a lot about it, but they are sheltering and they were told a while back to shelter in place, I believe. And uh, yeah, uh, they're worried about having to get food and water into them, of course. And uh, I wouldn't want to be them shrimp, man. People are going to get hungry. We talked about that last night, oddly enough. But now, now we're going to see it in real life. Wow. Get... <laughs> nah, we shouldn't do that. That's a tragedy. Seriously. Like, it's a horrible thing. True. It is. Good. Those people could all. Those people could all have a very bad time. Like it is definitely. I'll be serious for a minute. Okay. Are you timing me? Like what's going on? Um. But which, by the way, is very odd. I I would imagine. Yeah, from what I know, that desert doesn't get much rain. Since it's well, I'm just gonna tell you, like historically, it wasn't named Death Valley because it rained there a lot. True. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Like, so this is a bad deal on everybody. Although, by the way, good news, folks. The uh, welcome in, hobo chilling, my friend. I'm glad to see you. 
Uh, the good news is, is the Ebola thing that everybody was talking about in Death Valley. Yeah, that's a hoax. That's not real. Calm down. <laughs> Nobody's got Ebola. Uh, they're not having a good go of it. Look, they're not. Okay, they're not. They're not having a good go of it out there, as I understand it. But the Ebola thing's BS. Like, that's not real. Nobody out there's got Ebola. Now, if they flew in from Florida, they could have leprosy. You never know. But Ebola, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's current events. Look, I didn't decide leprosy would make a comeback in Florida, Lady Rebecca. That was not fucking on me. No. I didn't do it. Of course not. I mean, a lot of the policies from their their little white boot wearing God might answer. I don't know. But look, I didn't put leprosy in Florida. That's all I'm saying. No, wait. Honestly, I don't think anybody put leprosy in Florida. I think it just happened. Sad for the people of Florida, really. I would assume. By the way, here's a fun fact that I found. Uh, 95% of people, Wade Rebecca, are immune to leprosy. The other 5% of us, if we're in that 5%, yeah, we're just fucked. There is no treatment, no cure. If you get leprosy, you die of leprosy. How's that for wow? That is a wow. That just... Right? Yeah, no. And 95% of us won't get it. Or the 5% of us that would. (laughs) Uh, Lepers lose their shit. I I don't know. It's always your fault, Father Brian. Guess who said that? Guess who said that? Not me. Not me? Right? How did I know? How did I know? Always like this. (laughs) Well, do you want to go out of space then? Ooh, ooh. There are no creepy dino shrimp there. And it doesn't rain where it shouldn't. It's an no? empty vacuum of nothingness that has <laughs> dark matter and matter in it and Elon Musk car, some other stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, let's go to space. Take me to space. All right. Now we're going to do some articles about space, guys. We went Ooh, from... I love space. We went from the... Holding mythical... space. <laughs> we went from the mythical side of science. Now we're going to the scientific spacey weirdness today. Stop it! There is no mythical side of science. <laughs> yeah, there is. Until it can be proven. That's the whole uh, hypothesis stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> But a loss. I have no words. <laughs> okay. On that note that I have stricken Father Brian silence, this is from CBS News in Boston. Never been seen before, Harvard professor Avi Loeb and the analyzing fragments believed to be interstellar material. It's a common question. Are we alone in the universe? Many scholars have pondered it. However, Harvard professor Avi Loeb hopes to one day answer it. He and a team of researchers began studying fragments of a meteor, believed to be from another solar system. They have reason to think it could even be part of an interstellar spacecraft. Leob traveled with his team to the waters of Babu, New Guinea. Using a sled full of magnets, they scraped the seafloor near the meteor crash site. 
They did run. They did runs of roughly roughly seven miles and went through the crash area 26 times. They discovered 50 spherules. They thought to be interstellar material. They brought the tiny pieces to Harvard along with tubes of volcanic ash from the site. When we brought the materials back to Harvard, my summer intern Sophie Bergstrom was able to find over 600 more spherules, said Leob. For weeks, they have been analyzing the material, including under electron microscopes at UC Berkeley. They discovered that inside the spherules are more spherules, sort of spheres inside spheres, like Russian dolls, said Loeb. The compounds are made up of elements including beryllium, lanthanum, and uranium. The levels of these elements are uncommon and enhanced hundreds of times. It has never been seen before in any environment within the solar system. Not on Earth, not on the Moon, and not on Mars, says Leob. It led Loeb and his team to conclude there aren't they are from the solar system but if not then where it could have originated from some natural environment the question is potentially from a magma ocean on a planet within an iron core detailed the loeb another possibility is the material ejected from an exploding star however Loeb says these theory only accounts for some of the material discovered. He also says the meteor was traveling faster than 95% of the stars in our galaxy. And if you guys want to know more about that, because this one is a long one, you can go read the article when it's published. What do you think, Father? Not from the solar system. I'm liking that. Might be a spaceship. Don't know about that. Look, there was UAP here a while back. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how anybody else feels about it. But I think we all better get ready for the fact that um, ET's coming home. Turns out he might be from here. We don't know yet. You know what I'm saying or you don't. But I think it it would be interesting to examine or have examined by people such as they are um, elements from outside of our solar system to see if what we think we know is everything is actually everything. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, right? But, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's like that big, rather phallically shaped asteroid that went by us a while back in 2017. I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But anyway, yeah, it was not a fancy name. And it might have been from somewhere else, but it didn't get close enough that we got to look at it. I did it. No. We're going to have a science book. We're going to have a look at this. That's how it's going to go. Yeah, I was about to say, we didn't get to look at it very much. Which wasn't very fair. In my point of view. <laughs> it's a uh, strange world we live in. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely a strange world we live in. See, Lord Jews down there just making you happy as a lark. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm enjoying all these hearts. I know you really do love these you do you do so much um, What other ones did we have? I don't even know what we had back there. 
Oh, yeah. Did you hear about the, the, the Planet X thing? They think it might be real? Hmm? 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 We're talking about the face. We're talking about that? Yes, I do. We have one on that? Yes. You do? Yeah. No, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but they think Planet X, that planet outside the solar system just a bit, may in fact be real and possibly an Earth-like inhabitable planet. Ooh. For all you Anunnaki lovers out there, I'm just going to say it for you. <laughs> Alrighty. This is from Earth.com. Scientists. Earth-like planet is hiding in our own solar system. Japanese astronomers have proposed that an Earth-like planet is, exists much closer to home than the infamous Planet Nine. The research is published in the Astronomical Journal. For years, the astronomy community has speculated about a ninth planet in our solar system, commonly referred to as Planet Nine. Pupil Belt Planet. However, researchers from Japan now suggest that there might be another planet closer than Planet Nine. Hiding in the Kuiper Belt, a donut-shaped ring of objects just beyond Neptune's orbit. The study was conducted by Patrick Sophia of Kandai University in Osaka, Japan, and Takashi Ito of the National Astronomical Observatory of Japan in Tokyo. We predict the existence of an Earth-like planet, the researchers wrote. It is plausible that a primordial planetary body could survive in the distant cupural belt as a cupural belt planet, KBP. As many, as many such bodies existed in the early solar system, the scientists believe that this KBP is up to 500 astronomical units AU from the Sun. This is 500 times the distance between Earth and the Sun and closer than Planet Nine. I see object. According to the experts, the KBP could be up to three times as massive as Earth. However, the temperatures are likely too cold to sustain life as we know it. The Cupier Belt is known to contain millions of icy objects referred to as trans-Neptunian objects, TNOs because they are located beyond Neptune. Uh, astronomers believe that TNOs are remnants from the formation of the solar system. They are composed of mixtures of rock, amorphous, carbon, and volatile ices, such as water and methane. The orbits of TNOs can indicate the existence of an undiscovered planet in the outer solar system. The researchers noted, these rock and ice bodies are the remnants of planet formation in the solar system gravita gravitational pull. The research team observed that something larger nearby gravitationally influences some of these objects, giving them peculiar orbits. Additionally, the belt has a significant population of high incl inclination objects. 
those with a high tilt as they orbit around the sun. Computer simulations suggested that the hypothetical KBP could be responsible for these effects. We determined that an Earth-like planet located on a distant and inclined orbit can explain three fundamental properties of the distant Cupier belt, the researchers wrote. These are a prominent population of TNOs with orbits beyond Neptune's gravitational influence, a significant population of high inclination objects, and the existence of some extreme objects with peculiar orbits. Well, this would seem to be more of a still we think than we know. Yeah, they're still thinking about it, but they believe it's in the outer solar system, not out of our solar system, but on the outer part. Of oh, it. there is an outer to our inner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were those back in the before times um, that believed that there was a planet that rotated back into our solar system as well. And I wondered if the, this article made mention of anything of that nature. However, if there were a hidden planet behind Neptune, that could also be a thing. Not to give the conspiracy nuts something to work with, but hey, why not be that guy? Oh, not to answer a question right quick. How about chilling? We stole leprosy because we're America and we're colonists pigs and we just take everything, as far as I can tell. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that, that seems to be the goal, but we're, we're just in it for, we want it all. Uh, America, uh, as far as most people are concerned, is the new East Indian trading company. Uh, I think East India, did I say that right? I'm not sure. Um, trading company. Thank you, thank you. I never, you you know it because of parts of the Caribbean. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I always say it wrong and then I feel bad. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it mm-hmm. just is what it is. Yeah, we want everything except vaccines, Hobo. Yeah, Hobo chilling, yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Although you and I got to go get some. Yes, uh, we do. Yeah. But hey, whatever, right? You know, we're going to do the thing that we got to do. Um, we will do what has to be done to keep this house. I'm going to be a experiment. I don't know. Do you think there's a plan to buy Neptune? I mean, you know could, what? Right? There could be. The solar system's so big and we can't, we have not explored it all. We haven't. There's well, no I mean, we can look at most of the known universe, but mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a matter of detail, right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we can get fairly decent images, but you got to narrow down what you're talking about, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to pick, nitpick on where you want to look, and if you can. Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hey, here's some good news if you're a Democrat or if you're not. Uh, Joe Biden tested negative for COVID. Um, well, that's a plus because his wife. God forbid. I guess the it. Pentagon's going to launch a website with pictures and videos of UFOs. Um, speaking of, of weirdness. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a wild one. It is. That's a wild one for sure. Right? Yeah. That's what it's saying. Look, man, something just popped up across and you know what I told you. Yeah, um, if it pops up, oh, you'll say If it. you care, China has issued an ominous warning to the U.S. I'm not going to go into it. I don't do that kind of stuff here, but ooh, here we go. Um, yeah, apparently, you want me to grab you? You want me to do one for you? Give me a break? That was a lot of, that was a lot of hard work. I'm going to say it. Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah. I'll- All right. Hey, I'll, I'll grab it. I'll attribute it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll do this thing we do. Um, maybe it'll let me. <laughs> Uh, hold on, give me a minute. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I can give you a break. That, that one, get you. 
Uh oh. Find, find me a drink and drink me some down. Oh no, I've messed um, up. That's oh not no. Good. Father, that's horrible. That was horrible. No, I lost it. No, I didn't. What am I talking about? <laughs> But either way, I don't know. There's a lot of this stuff. I don't know if I want to read this. The Pentagon has unveiled UFO sightings in a new map pinpointing Japan and South Carolina as hot spots. <laughs> <laughs> the Pentagon's unveiled some of the hottest spots for UFO sightings with Western and Southern Japan topping the charts in the newly unveiled data. The Defense Department's all new all domain anomaly resolution office or aaro website has made 27 years of ufo data public for the first time the site is intended to act as a one-stop shop for reporting sightings of unidentified anomalous phenomena uap the newer term used for ufos a map on the site indicates where the majority of sightings have been recorded since 1996 up until this year according to the image to the image, one of the world's most major hotspots lies around the western and southern Japan near Nagasaki and Hiroshima. For the latest on news, political sports, and showbiz from the USA, go to the Daily Express US link.com. There you go, folks. The map also suggests that southern USA over South Carolina is another hot spot. Coastal states, particularly California, appear to be hot spots. A stretch of land across the Middle East compromising Iraq and Syria also appear to be a prominent location of those sightings. Japan set up its only research institute with the sole purpose of investigating UFOs in 2021. The International UFO Laboratory, based in Fukushima, reportedly has around 3,000 materials linked to UFOs on display, the Japanese Times reports. Hmm. What do you know? The Pentagon has also released a tool allowing current and former U.S. government employees service members and contractors to re provide reports via a private and secure means that's a good thing by the way that is, that is a in a press release detailing the new site the defense department said it was committed to the transparency with the american people with its work on ufos or now uaps this comes after pentagon whistleblowers accused the government of withholding information about alien life in a bombshell congressional healing hearing Retired Navy pilot Ryan Graves claimed that UFO have been detected by Navy operations all across the world. He alleged, asked, allegedly asked whether UFO encounters during training flights were limited to reports on the U.S. East Coast. According to the image, one of the world's major hotspots lies around the western and southern Japan near Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Okay, there you go. Now you know. Damn. Good lord. A lot of stuff going on here. That's crazy. We will, of course, attribute this in the show notes, as always, ladies and gentlemen, if I don't. Uh, <laughs> we do have one more, though, Father. Really? Oh, my God. This is a long show. Oh, my goodness. We do have one more. Do you want to go? Goodness, what do we have? I, I, okay, look, that's the sound of a lady that wants to do this. <laughs> Top federal health officials confirms at exactly 420 
that his department is recommending marijuana rescheduling. It's about damn time. <laughs> Look, we're a cannabis show. If you didn't know that, you need to know it now. I'm Father Brian. I am a priest in a Dallas-based life path that functions around cannabis. Yes. As is the Lady Rebecca. Yes, I am. So, yes, it is time for a rescheduling or a no-scheduling of marijuana in the country known as the United States of America. And indeed, dare I say it, the world. Oh, I'm in the green with that. One whole hearted But yes, this is from uh, themarijuanamoment.net. The head of the top U.S. health agency is confirming news that his department is recommending marijuana rescheduling, posting about the development at exactly 420, 420 p.m. ET and an apparent wink to cannabis culture. Amid a flurry of reactions to reports that the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is advising the Drug Enforcement Administration to move cannabis from a Schedule 1 to a Schedule 2. Secretary Xavier Bakura shared a post about it at the Symbolic Time on X, the social media site formerly known as Twitter. If anyone thinks that timing is a coincidence, they probably haven't been closely following Becerra's account as the Biden cabinet official has made a habit of talking about marijuana policy on social media at 420 on the dot. On the day that President Joe Biden announced the scheduling review, for example, the secretary posted about his commitment to following through on the directive at 420. Becerra then shared a Marijuana Moment article in December that offered updates on the Administrative Cannabis Scheduling Review, also at 420. Now, his cheeky social media team has done it again, playing into the number most closely associated with marijuana on the day that it was revealed that H. HS is recommending a significant loosening of federal restriction on cannabis. As the saying goes, once is an accident, twice is a coincidence, three times is a pattern. And yes, it's not coincidence for them, but I tossed my word in there. The secretary post on Wednesday came as numerous lawmakers, advocates, and state officials reacted to the scheduling development with many applauding the potential reform while others pushed for complete legalization. I can now share that following the data and science, HHS has responded to Biden's directive to me for the department to provide a scheduling recommendation for marijuana to the DEA. Becerra, who told Marijuana Moment in June, that his agency planned to complete its work this year, said in the new post. We've worked to ensure that a significant evaluation be completed and shared exponentially. 
While there is significant excitement about the development, nothing is final about the scheduling decision. The EA said it will now initiate its review, taking into account FDA's findings, but it makes the final call and isn't required to follow through on a Schedule 3 reclassification. So pretty much we're waiting on the DEA to say whether or not it's a class 2 instead of a class 1. But they're rescheduling possible. But I think it needs to be legalized. It's where I was. <laughs> and that's where I was. I was looking at what schedule 2 versus schedule 1 was. Now, I'm going to tell all of you, I think it needs to come off the schedule. Yeah, that's what I was just getting at. <clears throat> Again, that is my perspective, but I know a lot of people that cannabis does a lot of good for them. A couple of them can hear the show, but no, I know a lot of people, if they would just honestly deschedule marijuana, that would be better off for it. But if I can get it to schedule two, I'll take it. It's not up there then Lady Rebecca with heroin. Oh, it's not? No, 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 not at all. Uh, I don't have my glasses on here. I literally would uh, 100% without a problem give you the uh, scheduling. Well, we can put it in the show notes and people can look at it if they want to. Yeah, if you guys want to know, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If you guys want to know. Okay, wait, let me make sure I know what I... Yeah, it's the Diversion Control Division, the U.S. Department of Justice Drug Enforcement Administration. Uh, we will put them in the show notes, and if you want to know what the schedulings are, you can go find that there. Because I think I... I keep forgetting to put your glasses close by there. Oh, it's a long read, I'm not going to lie. I was looking at it. I was about to say. I had a feeling it was a long one, because there's so many different kinds of scheduling and classifications anymore that as the article said there's some that's pushing just straight forward the legalization of it making it completely legal and then there's some that's trying to take it nice slow and easy and change the scheduling take it little bits at a time I guess sorry that took me so long the last time um I'll be honest with you I had so many windows open I lost you uh, <laughs> it happened. That's literally what happened. I had so many windows open, guys, on my computer that I lost you. I am so sorry. Bad Father Brian. But hey, it happens. We get lost, but we're never alone. There's always someone no. out there. No one is ever alone. Speaking of which, I noticed that you put our daily reminder in there. Would you do us the honor? Yes, I will. As we were just saying, you're never alone. So, if you or someone you know is struggling with feelings of depression or suicide, please seek help by contacting the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or text HOME, H-O-M-E, to the Crisis Text Line at 741-741. You're never alone, guys. Just reach out. Thank you. I really appreciate that. But that was some crazy scientific hoorah tonight. <laughs> um, 
I mean, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I I don't know that we're the show to pull that off, right? Uh, I don't know that we're not. It was fun. By the way, fuck all of you. Stop the scheduling of marijuana. Quit it. Look, you all love money at the federal level. Y'all love money at the state level. Fuck. Fuck you politicians. You love money at the county level. There ain't no way that any of you are going to tell me that weed's going to cause enough harm that you can't make enough money off of it to get your asses what you want and be the way you are and us have our weed. I'm just going to get it set. With that being said, my love, will you finish for us? Yes, I will. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, good night, everyone. I hope you have enjoyed our show. Hopefully you enjoyed it enough to continue showing up and enjoy it more every night that we are on. If you did enjoy, join us live on Podbean. 